Welcome to a live preaching message from the Manhattan branch of Lycos International Church in New York City, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Supernatural September, I love that. And I see things coming together and coming around beautifully in your life, amen, and in my life as well. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. We want to sing about his goodness, amen. Oh, my Lord. 
the goodness. Oh, why don't you give him the glory? Say, all my life, come and sing with me, sing with me. Say, all my life you have been faithful. You've been faithful, Jesus. And all my life you have been so, so You lift up your hand and let's sing it unto him. Come on. Has he been faithful to you? Has he been faithful to your health? Has he been faithful to your family? Has he been faithful to your children? Has he been faithful as far as your profession is concerned? Come on. Come on. All my life. Jesus. Sing it for the last time. Come on. All my life. Come on. Come on. to begin to open your mouth and begin to thank him this morning just thank him that's all my life you have been faithful all my life you have been faithful all my life you have been faithful oh yes jesus you have been faithful to us oh lord you have been faithful to our families you have been faithful to our parents you have been faithful to our children you have been faithful for your preservation. Yes, you Lord, yes, we bless you, you O oh Lord. Yes, you we honor you, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Before we sit down, please. Could you please have sent something to you through WhatsApp? If it is possible for you to project it for, for me for just a few seconds, check your phone. And if you can please turn the lights up here. Yannick, if you can help us to turn it off, please. Thank you. I want us to watch something why you can sing with faith that God is always faithful. We say that we will be back in 10 minutes. But what no money we don't know is that the enemy has always laid a trap for us. But because of your faithfulness, 
you lead us and remove the traps you lead us and remove the obstacles even when they come at us lord you keep us under your blood and you preserve us in that you keep us under your wings lord and you protect us we are very grateful we are grateful this morning we are indeed grateful lord in the name of jesus we bless your name oh god jesus thank you thank you we cannot thank you enough and we are this morning if many times we belittle what you do for us and we give the glory to other things lord forgive us forgive us forgive us forgive us lord in jesus name as we have come here may we not live here the same may you speak to us oh god may you lead us into eternity at the end of the musical chairs lord may we do remember that is the kingdom that we want to go help us help us i empty myself lord for your people oh lord these special people of yours who can judge them speak through me holy spirit in jesus name i pray with thanksgiving and let the saints say amen because please take your seat in the presence of the living god Amen, amen, okay. When I saw the vehicle, I couldn't believe it. Hallelujah. God is faithful. God is faithful. I believe we have dedication this morning. Uh, the family, are they ready? Okay. Are you ready? Why don't you let's put our hands together and invite Mr. and Mrs. Kumba and the rest of the family as dedicate their. Come on now, all the family. Are you my neighbor? It's nice to see you this morning. Hallelujah. So, we thank God for this Sunday. And today, I want to share with you from one of the books that was written by our pastor and our father. Bishop Dag, church planting, hallelujah. And I always say that when you hear about church, begin to think about yourself, hallelujah. Because the truth is that you are the church. You and I together, we form the church. We are, you and I together, we are the church, hallelujah. So that time now we were talking about the principles of church growth. I was saying that it's the same principle that will also help us to grow in our spiritual life, to grow in our finances, to grow in our marriages, to grow in our relationships. Hallelujah. 
So, if there is a message or a book called Church Planting, hallelujah, something that can help the church to be planted or help many churches to be planted, it means that if you also apply the same principle, you can plant certain things in your life. Is it a good thing? Hallelujah. So, one of the things that in the book you will see is that Barrenness is one of the, you know, I don't know whether it says, you know, the devil or demon that can fight the church. Hallelujah. And barrenness can come in any form. When if you read the meaning of barrenness, you check the meaning. It means, you know, what is the meaning of barrenness? Can you check? It means to be barren means... Check the dictionary meaning for us. You know, I have a few words. It says that having very few, that means you don't have enough. And I don't know if there's anyone here who can say that I have enough in my life. Hallelujah. Then also means lacking. That means you lack something. Hallelujah. And another meaning that you cannot able to produce enough fruits. Enough fruits. Hallelujah. You produce or or, or anyway, but it is not enough. Hallelujah. Many times, many of us, the paycheck that we get, somebody was telling me, sometimes I don't even enjoy my paycheck coming because by the time it arrives, it is already gone. I don't know if you understand the statement. The bills, they have already swallowed the paycheck. Hallelujah. You just go in on, uh, online and just begin to distribute them to the people that they are supposed to have. And sometimes by the time you finish, everything is gone. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So you can see that barrenness is real. When we talk about barrenness, we think about, you know, things like not producing or not giving birth. They are all part of it. Hallelujah. But you can also think about it in our own lives. Hallelujah. What are you lacking? What are the things that instead of producing more, you are producing few? What are the things that you are not even able to do to bear or to produce fruits? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And one of the, I think, the demons that fights us, you know, to fight our progress. Is it okay to come down? Yeah, let me come down, please. To fight our growth, have fight, because it is the will of God that his children will progress from one level to another. Hallelujah. Hi, are you with me? I think there's a word, a verse in Proverbs 8, 4, verse 18. Proverbs 4.18. Proverbs 4.18. If you have it, you can. Proverbs 4, verse 18. By the path of the just, tell the person, you are the just. Other versions say the righteous. Hallelujah. 
Righteousness means believe. The Bible says in Genesis 15, it was counted unto Abraham as righteous because he believed the promise. He believed the prophecy that God gave. Hallelujah. It was that place that God promised them that he is going to promise him that he is going to increase him. Hallelujah. But his descendants will go into captivity for 400 years. You know, and the Bible says that Abraham believed and it was counted unto him. It's not just that he, it was counted unto him. In other words, it was given to him as righteous because he believed. Hallelujah. So as soon as you believe, the Bible calls you the just. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth, that shineth more and more unto what? It does not shine one time and it stops. It does not shine for two months and it stops. It does not shine for one year and it stops. It does not shine for two years and it stops. Hallelujah. It shines on more and more and more and more. Unto what? Unto the perfect day. That is why the Bible, God is expecting us for our latter end to be far greater than our beginning. Hallelujah. The winning time that your latter end is challenging you, that you look back and you gone are the days. Look at Job. Was it when are the days, Job 29? When the light is, was shining, the light upon my head and upon my path, they were shining, then Job listed the benefits. Hallelujah. But it should not be said that gone are the days when we came here, things were rosy, we were doing that, we were doing this, we were doing that, we were doing this. Hallelujah. And then at the end of your end of your life, things are very difficult. It is not the will of God. Tell the person sitting by you, it is not the will of God. That is why you see the story of Job. Because he was the just man, the Bible says that what he had, he had double portion of everything. May that be your story. I said, may that be our story. May that be you and I, our story. Our latter end will be far greater than our beginning. I see you growing. I see you doing well far better than what you are now. Yes. Yes. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So one of the things that the enemy throws at us to stop our progress, to stop or retard our progress. Sometimes that's not stop, but it retards. It slows you down. Hallelujah. You know, because the, 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 product, the production that you're supposed to have is not what you are seeing. Hallelujah. You have something. Lacking does not mean that you lack everything. You have certain things, but you don't have other things. Hallelujah. Is the what I will call familiarity. Hallelujah. Familiarity. If we take the opposite part, hallelujah, maybe let's move forward. What is familiarity? Let's define it. And Bishop has defined it nicely. He says that to know someone or something very well and in such a way to cause you to lose your admiration, number one. Number two, to lose your respect. And a sense of awe. 
you know the person so much. You get so close to the person. And brethren, you, 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 and that's why I was saying that let's begin to think about even in our lives. Everything that we talk about it in the church is for the people of God. Sometimes it's, the emphasis is on the church, the church, but it's actually us. Hallelujah. You know, how come people enter into a relationship initially? They have a sense of awe. They have admiration. And then you look beautiful. You are precious. Were you created or you were crafted? We use all these fantastic words. Hallelujah. Sometimes even beloved those when we have a vehicle, we open the door and we close it. I saw somebody... I saw a clip in the YouTube that when the, <laughs> the brethren were walking and they saw a small, you know, trench. I don't know whether irrigation or something like that. And the brother didn't want the lady tried to, you know, jump the thing. So the brother trying to do, uh, become, we well, trying to become a bridge, you know. It's like, I'm the bridge for your life. Hey! <laughs> The brother was trying to become a bridge for the lady to pass on. And they showed two different, I mean, nationals. The first one, forgotten the first one. The brother was able to hold uh, his arm for the lady to pass on. And they showed another nationality. And as soon as the lady stepped on it, both of them fell into the thing. <laughs> uh. How come we move into the relationship, take it to another level, we marry, and then suddenly the admiration is taken away. The respect is gone. When anywhere you have respect, the honor also is also gone. The sense of awe is also gone. It's not there anymore. How? Familiarity. That is why I sometimes... Agree with the leadership of our UD that when you are beloved dozing and you are quarreling a lot, many times Bishop will tell you that end the thing now. You just you've just you've seen each other not long ago. You are just you know beloved dozing each other that you are supposed to enjoy. Now you are fighting all the time. The issue end now. It's better to end the relationship than to end the marriage. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Another definition, it says that it connotes a sense of becoming presumptuous where a person is too confident in a way that shows a lack of respect. You know, and I want to take the word presumption. What does it mean? It means a belief that something is true even though it has not been proved. Before you see the person, you are presuming that this is what the person is. A belief. You don't have any proof. You don't have any relationship. That is why I keep on saying that let's relate with people based on your revelation concerning the person. Relate with me based on your relationship with me. Hallelujah. Don't relate with me based on what somebody is saying. Based on, don't relate with the church based on what you have seen in social media. That is not the church. 
Hallelujah. Come into the church and get to know the church. Who do men say I am? Some say Elisha. Some say one of the prophets. Then he turned and said, who do men, who do you, 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 relate with me? Not, not based on what the people are saying. Who do you say who? Who am I to you? That is why it's not a good thing for somebody to say that, you know, I'm happy. I have a brother who is very nice. My brother is very humble. My brother is very nice. I want to connect the two of you. The person as a brother to you can be very nice. But you may not have opportunity. How will the person relate to the person in that relationship as a, a husband to that person that you are introducing? I don't know if I'm... It's... The person can be a good brother but a very bad husband. Can be a great son but a very bad husband. Can be a great daughter, but a very bad wife. Hallelujah. So who do men say I am? And God said, the Bible says that it took the living God for him to reveal to him. And Jesus said, based on this revelation, Peter was not rock. He said, based on that rock, that revelation, because we built on everything based on the revelation that God reveals to you. Hallelujah. That's why men of God say that, oh, I waited on the Lord and God showed me that I should start a branch in this, in this city. Hallelujah. You work, with, you work with God based on your revelation, based on your interaction, based on what the Holy Spirit is showing you. Are you with me, please? So he said, upon this revelation, then I will build my church. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So, Familiarity is very, 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 very serious. Second Samuel. Yeah. And what I'm saying is very true. In effect, sometimes people go to college, they go to uni, and then, you know, you have friends who are in the college already. They tell you about a professor, especially the sciences professors. They say this chemistry professor, if you are anatomy and physiology professor, she is this and that and that. And based on that, you are going to relate with the professor. So when we tell you, do, um, uh, how do you call it? Um, um, the visitation to the professor, how, now, uh, how do you call it? Office, is it office hours? Office hours, yes. One of the things that if you don't have, you have admiration, you have respect, and you have a sense of awe towards a professor, one of the things you do is to do office hours. A professor told me, so any time that you come like that to come and see us, it shows us that you really like us. And anything that we do, we will do for you to go through, we will do it. Is it true? Yeah. Another professor, the same professor told me, I had an opportunity and I asked him again, that time you told me this, was there anything that you want to share with me? Because I have young ones. He said, students that they sit at the front. And when you sit at the front, they also show, it shows that you also have respect, a sense of awe also for them. Are you with me, please? 
when we were students, those who sit at the back, we all know that they make a lot of noise. They don't respect what the teacher is saying. And sometimes when the teacher, professor will ask, and I don't know here, but back home, they, especially um, as students, when their math teacher is teaching us, do you understand? No, sir. Which part don't you understand? The whole show. Ah. How can you say the whole show? <laughs> It means everything that you have said is non-slam. It's not, it's not important. We don't understand. <laughs> ah. Hallelujah. Second Samuel. Second Samuel. Please, because of dedication, if you give me a few minutes, I'll be closing. Second Samuel 6, 20 to 23. I want to read from contemporary... English version. Hmm. It says, 20 to 23, David went home so he could ask the Lord to bless his family, but Saul's daughter Michal went out and started yelling at him. You were really great today, he said. You acted like a dirty old man dancing half naked in front of your servant's slave girls. But seven slave girls, David told her, you know, let me say, one of the group, the group of people that familiarity can easily affect, colleagues, spouses, relatives, and associates. Am I saying it right? Yeah? Hallelujah. Colleagues, why am I saying that? You know, especially, for instance, we all work in a hospital. You are schooling yourself. And then you finish your nursing school. You pass your board exams. Then, because you love the, you love the place, you apply. And then they take you. Then they make you the nurse in charge of that unit. Remember, you used to be CNA or uh, uh, nurse's aide with them. Once they say that from today you are in charge from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., you see that suddenly because the people are so familiar with you, they don't have, you know, sense of awe towards you. They don't have that honor and respect towards you. Any instruction you give. How many can testify what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. So you find out that their progress will also be affected by doing that. We are talking about barrenness and what can fight, you know, us for, for us to move forward, for us to progress in life, for the ministry to move forward is familiarity. So you find out that suddenly people that you used to eat lunch with, people that they were your friends, because they are not taking your instruction, they were, because they are being not, they are not respecting you, even there is a promotion coming, you will not recommend them. Oh, yes. And sometimes they misbehave so much that it goes to management because other things will be, uh, will be falling or will, will not be done the way it's supposed to be. And they found out that because of this nurse's aid were here, that is why these things were not done. And sometimes people even lose their job based on that, based, because of you. Is it true? Familiarity. Familiarity. Homes. 
homes, Reverend and Mrs. Ba Achamfo. Oh, yes. Homes. The sense of awe, the respect, colleagues, friends, relatives. Yeah. Even home. You said I was just meditating on this and I felt that my grandmother had four children two uncles, my mom, and my aunt. My mom was the one who was at home. You know, home means that our hometown with my grandma. The rest were all in the cities, especially my aunt. You know, and one time I had my aunt, because any time my grandma was fighting with my mom, you know, small thing they would be fighting. Small, so one time my, my aunt said that, Mommy, this my elder sister. She is the one taking care of you. From Monday through Sunday, I am not here. I come Friday night or Saturday, Sunday evening, I'm off. And because of that small money I will give to you, you hold me high esteem and you disrespect your daughter. She is the one taking care of you. And my grandmother did it even to the point that even we, the children, it affected us. Why? Because she was so familiar with, my mom said that, you know, I don't have any respect here for you. But the rather the man who will come from the city and come and give you two cans of sardine and then two cans of corned beef and then give you some small bread from Insawam and then give you some money and go for two weeks or one month or six weeks, this is the one that you hold high esteem to the point that when my cousins, they come, they don't do anything. We do everything. We the local ones. We do everything. <laughs> How many can see that in, in your family? It's familiarity. Familiarity. It kills relationships. It kills growth. It brings barrenness. So instead of teaming up with grandma to do great things, suddenly things do not go the way it's supposed to go. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Couples. Especially, Bishop said pastor's wives. Not only pastor's wives. Husbands who are pastors also. Especially when you go to church. You see how high reverend, high reverend, Hi, Reverend Kwame, should we, should we serve you? Reverend Kwame, what, what do you want to drink? Reverend, let, me, let me mention my name so that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get home. Yeah. How many agree with me that I should sit down and then LP comes? Hi, Reverend. Should, this serve? should I serve you? So, what do you want to drink? What do you want to. Tasha, what do you think? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Yes. Yes. So David told her, The Lord in, didn't choose your father or anyone else, 
in your family to be the leader of his people. The Lord chose me, and I was celebrating in honor of him. I will show you how great I can be. I will even be disgusted to myself. But those slave girls you talked about will still honor me. Mikal never had any children. Paradise. You criticized because you are so familiar to familiar to your husband. At that time, David had been anointed to be the king of East Jerusalem, you know, because remember, the Jebusites, no king was able to take them. And David was the one who took them. When he took them and they were bringing the ark of God, Hallelujah. The person that God said, the man after my own heart, I have intentionally chosen. And that is why criticizing pastors is very, very dangerous. Hallelujah. Sometimes you may see it from a different angle, see the person, but God sees the person from a different angle. As David was becoming half naked and things, it didn't move God. What God was concentrating on was the act that was coming, the victory that David is bringing to his people, the protection. Because the act represents God at that time. Are you with me, please? So bringing the ark of God means that you are bringing the protection. Anytime that they are defeated, the ark of God is taken away. Things begin not to work well for them. That was what God looking at. And my dear Aunt Mika did not see it from that angle. And suddenly, yeah. Miriam. Yeah. And it's very, if you have a pastor in your family, especially if you are older than the person, let's be careful. When did Kwame to become a pastor? Hey, this world, you know, I don't know if you, you get it. So when I even became a pastor, I was even afraid a little bit to say that I'm a pastor in my family because I don't know what they will say. Yeah, but now it has changed by the grace of God. Are you with me, please? Yeah. We need to be very careful that what God is using his people to do, not to criticize Hallelujah. And I want to say the same thing in Apache. You see, Apache, one of our strengths is being around for a long time. Anytime you are around for a long time, you get to know a lot of things. It's one of the things that I think the enemy uses to fight firstborns. Firstborns can know a lot. Firstborns can be privy to a lot. Are you with me, please? And firstborn can easily be tempted to do certain or say certain things to their parents without understanding the whole picture. And Apache, that's our strength. God has blessed us with faithfulness. God has blessed us with stability. Hallelujah. Anytime I talk to the leadership of the church, they ask you, is this person there? You say, yes. Wow. This person there is, yes, yes. Yeah. Is this person there? Yes. But at the same time, because you know a lot, this church planting that you are talking about, you guess what? how many times you have heard about it. You have even written exams about it. <laughs> and you passed. You did well. 
Hallelujah. But you see, if you allow God to put yourself in a position and say to yourself that I'm willing to learn more, you will find out that even what is in the book, there are many things the Holy Spirit is leading me to say that is not in the book. That can help me and can help you. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Familiarity was the cause of Mika's barrenness. We read familiarity is still the cause of spiritual in Christian today. Familiarity is the greatest block to receiving God's power from God's men. And then the last one, no matter how great a gift of God is, it is neutralized by familiarity. We saw it in Jesus' life. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, 1 to a few of the verses. I'm closing. I'm closing. And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. Who is going to read for me today? I'm ending. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence? Have this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works, mighty works are wrought by his hands. Such mighty works are wrought by his hands. The next one, verse 3. Is, it, is not this the carpenter? Once you throw, you throw in that question... The whole thing changes from honoring to familiarity. Because the carpenter, you know the carpenter. You know his son. You know their home. You know the work that they have done for you. You know you are so close, you know a lot of things. As soon as they threw in that question, what happened? Mary, the brother of James and Jones and Judah and Simon, and, not, and are not his sisters with us. Oh, yes, we used to play and play together. We know them. We know them. And they were offended at him. The next one, verse 4, But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. The next one, verse 5, he, And he could, he could there, the place, where the people are criticizing, where the people are throwing the questions, there, there, do not do no mighty work, save that he laid his hand. He could not. Any time that you have a pastor and you question the authenticity of that pastoral ministry or the character of the person, because that is what enemy does. The enemy came to the garden. The first thing that has God said, questioning the, uh, um, um, the, the instruction and the word of God. Where? Is it true that God has said this? Hallelujah. It reduces everything. You will find it difficult to receive from. But you see, God blesses us with different men. Hallelujah. I personally believe that 
As a pastor, and I've said it so many times, we are not here by accident. There's a reason why we are in this church. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes. And then those who take their time to get to know us will see that God is really bringing something different. Something that probably Reverend Osei did not bring. Hallelujah. Because when he told the prophet to move, the brook is dried up. Move to the next one. Are, are you with me? It's a sign that God does not feed us from one source. He feeds us from different sources. Hallelujah. You know, think about your life carefully. Have you had only one teacher teaching you from um, pre-K all the way to, the, to where you want to be? Oh, different teachers, different professors, different. All of them. That is why one of the things that when my kids are going to do the office hours, I tell them that when you go, tell the professor that my name is this and I'm in your class for the past one week or two weeks because I want you to go early. And then but I really enjoy, I'm enjoying what you have been doing, you know, and I want to say thank you so much for contributing to the development of my future. The development, because all of them from kindergarten, they, are, they have all played a role. So how come you want one person in the realm of the spirit to be our teacher. Think about it. But you find out that all the teachers' contributions, they are different. The kindergarten one may be very small, one plus one, two plus two. You know, when the kids were <laughs> first grade, second grade, they used to have ma mental math. What we used to call was it detention? We used to, det oh, not detention, the mental, 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 when we were in back home, elementary school, two times two, then right, then, 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 then you, they mark it, how many did you get wrong two? Then you get two canes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the school, uh, Auntie Michelle. South Brunswick, they have the mental math. They dig them one minute to answer 60 questions. It's called a drill. Yeah. Math. No hesitation. You move fast. And when you pass A, you go to B. You go to C. You go to D. So you find out, so which grade, which letter are you? When you say B, for after so many reasons that the child is not moving on. I don't know if you, you, you get it. Yeah. So you find out that the two times two, two times is not all that but it was important for the initial one for you to move that one to the algebra 2. The algebra 2 that, that took you to college. And then when you get to college, you find out that the nursing board exams, the anatomy physiology, is the one that is going to take you to the nursing board. So if you have somebody helping you to solve questions at nursing board, he is no more important than the one who taught you the anatomy and physiology. Oh, yes. Are you with me, please? And that is why I see anyone God will bring into my life as so important, including you, as you are listening to me. Because if you are not here, I will not be talking about what I'm talking about. I will not be preaching. 
Hallelujah. If you don't come, there is, there's no church here. Yeah, you are so important. And I'm much more when I interact with you that I learn a lot. I get opportunity. Hallelujah. To learn from you. May God help us. You know, one of the few people in the Bible you find out that familiarity did not affect them. John. Hallelujah. He was the one who was so close to Jesus. John chapter 13. We are closing. We can't read it. Time is up. You know, the Bible says that, you know, when Jesus was trying to deliver Judas, he said that the one, they thought the one that, you know, said, the one who is so close to me. And they said that Peter went to John, the one who put his head on the bosom of Jesus. That means the man was so close to Jesus. But yet, when he was introducing first John, he described that the person, the ones that we, our ears have heard, our eyes have seen, our hands have, we touched him, we touched him like this. He is the one, the one, the son of the living God. He gave a beautiful description in First John chapter 1. Familiarity did not affect him. Martha and Mary. Think about it carefully. Jesus used to go there to eat to the point that sometimes the food will not be ready. When you have an important person in your house, coming to your house, you prepare the food before the person comes. When they open the door, they sit down and say, please, can you come to the dining room? But when the person is so close to you, sometimes they come before you prepare. When Jesus got there, that is how familiar he was with them. He got there, they were still cooking. And Mary came to sit down. And Martha came, ah, why can't you, why don't you get, you don't you come and tell my sister to come and help me. You, you get me? But look at John chapter 11. When their brother Lazarus died, look at the description they gave to Jesus. So if you were here, this our son, our brother wouldn't have died. We still believe you. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Believe you. Can we eat with you and you will still hold a sense of awe for us? Can you still receive us? If you see me eating your banku and okra stew, trying to have the skill, you know, will you still receive? Hallelujah. May God mix us the Jones. May God mix us the Marthas. No doubt, she is the only woman God, Jesus, revealed himself unto. Not the rock. Not the John. Not Martha. She is the one. Because of the respect she had. Wanting to rise up onto your feet and rescue. Come on, one and two. Let's begin to begin to pray. Let's sing it, please. Oh yes, deliver us and help us, oh God. Yeah.
Father, we thank you and we bless you, O oh God, this afternoon. Thank you for the revelations that you have revealed unto, me, unto us. Father, you reveal things to us to, so that you can take us to a, a next level. Your people, we have heard, O oh God. We want to, don't want to be where we are and where we have been, Lord. We want to move forward because they just, the path of the just. It shineth brighter and brighter, Lord, until unto the perfect day. This is what we need, need. We hope you have been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lycos Manhattan. That's Lycos, L-A-I-K-O-S, Manhattan. You can also email us at lci.newyork at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.